This is Ben Landisman with Lawson Screen and Digital Products. This is Deborah Sexton. This is Peter Walsh with MR. Scott Ritter with the Decorated Apparel Expo. And you are listening to Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 It's hosted by Terry Combs and Aaron Montgomery. A gift to the industry. All right. Well, welcome to the show. It is Friday, March 27th, 2020. I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at AaronMontgomery.info and also at OurSuccessGroup.com. Uh, today, we're going to be talking with this guy right here, <laughs> our co-host, Terry Combs. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, scheduling, screen printing production, and estimating production time today. Something that you've had a little bit of experience with in I, your years, Terry. I, I have spent a little bit of time on the production floor, scratching my head, saying, you know, there's got to be a better way to do this. So, Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hey, but Aaron, I, I'm, I'm wearing this shirt today because one of our listeners pointed out to me uh, last week, uh, and, well, and, I, and I quote, uh, don't you guys know it's spring? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got my black T-shirt on. I know. So <laughs> but, I, that's because I, I didn't tell you beforehand. That's right. I didn't hear that before. But uh, this is my, I'm left-handed. What's your superpower? Well, <laughs> As and I'm right. left-handed. So. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Superpowers unite. But uh, Exactly. Um, real quick, guys, uh, just because of uh, everything happening, uh, you know, everybody being online, everybody scrolling Facebook and everybody doing live streams on Facebook, Facebook is having some difficulties with their live streaming. So if we get bounced or it kicks or it whatever, um, it is also broadcasting at the same time live over on YouTube at youtube.com slash two regular guys. That's the number two regular guys. So uh, if you want to get over there and check it out from uh, from YouTube this morning, that might be a more stable platform and, and uh, we'll see all the comments and things like that. So in fact, we've got uh, people checking in already. Christine is checking in this morning. And uh, also Martha. Good morning, Martha. And Charles, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Jeff, oh, they, they're going to keep coming, so I won't go forever here. But Jeff, hello. And Kim, good morning. So thank you guys for tuning in and joining us live. And uh, Terry looks like he'll be ready for a round of golf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm certainly in the right place for that. It's a beautiful day here in Scottsdale. <laughs> All right. Well, good, good. Uh, we could use some some beautifulness. So, um, <laughs> so Terry. Every, every golfer must be seven feet apart, though. From yeah. <laughs> seven feet off the tee. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I golf, that's not a problem. I, I'm, <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely uh, uh, away from all the other golfers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, yeah, just uh, just a reminder that if, that if for whatever reason we do uh, have difficulties on Facebook, just head over to the uh, YouTube channel. In fact, Eric just put a comment in there. So thanks very much to Eric for uh taking care. We've got lots of people checking in this morning, so we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, I guess the first thing, bit of news that I wanted to share, Terry, is, you know, encourage not only yourself, but other people around you to, uh, to buy something local. You know, um, my family and I have uh, really gone, you know, all out on making sure that uh, we're, we're doing takeout more. We're actually eating out more now than we, we used to. Uh, because we're we're trying to support those those restaurants around us that we love and that have always taken such good care of us. So we're doing a lot of that, um, you know, to, to just, yeah, support local. Um, next week, we're actually going to be talking with Sloan from uh, Tiny Little Monsters about a, a program that, that they put together that seems to be 
taking off. You know, I've seen it in, in at least a half a dozen uh, posts on Facebook, you know, support local. And uh, I know, know Tom Brown out in, uh, in Dubuque, Iowa is, uh, is fully on board on that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the, it's been great. And, you know, uh, I think the screen printers are, and we'll talk with her more about it. Screen printers are not making a bunch of money off of this. They're actually, most of the ones that I've talked to are giving most of it back to the local businesses, right. but it's keeping them going. It's, it's, you know, winning future stuff and, and all of that stuff. So, um, support local. The other post that I saw going around that uh, I'm going to go see if I can find it again and I'll try to share it. But uh, it's basically says something to the effect of, Hey, remember all of those local business that you asked to support your event? Um, Well, now's the time to support those local businesses. So um, definitely want to make sure that we do that. Uh, You know, Aaron, I, I I agree with you hundred percent. And, and I was just thinking that I'm going to uh, have some wings this evening from cold beers and cheeseburgers because it's a, a a local establishment that I, I, I go to sometimes. (laughs) And uh, been there a few times. (laughs) Yes, you have as well. Yeah. But uh, you know, my, my son lives in New York city, Manhattan. And, uh, and he was telling me over the weekend, he goes, you know, Dad, you don't have to hoard things if you just order all your meals uh, delivered. And he goes, and now that the bars are delivering, I'm like, wait, what? The bars are delivering? And he goes, he goes, oh, yeah, all the bars, they will bring uh, mixed drinks to you in mason jars. And if you have a $50 tab with them, they'll bring you a, ro- a roll of toilet paper with it. So and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's not real. He goes, no, Dad, I have a drink in my hand right now that was just delivered. <laughs> wow. I have not seen that. Uh, yeah. We, we may have, in fact, we've got a little announcement here in just a second. We may have to figure that one out. But uh um, good stuff. But, uh, Terry, before you jump into your news item here real quick, uh, I wanted to go to Carolyn's comment here. Uh, Eric, it says, love your vision board, Aaron Montgomery. So that's, uh, let's see here. That's right over this shoulder right here. And uh, the great part is that's actually uh, my wife's vision board. Um, I just put it there because it looks cool and it's fun. And and, and I, I agree that mine's actually in front of me. So uh, I'll, uh, well, I'll and you, know, you know, Aaron, I can, you know how I can tell that's not yours? Because some of the some of the lettering or some of the little little strips of uh, words are are at an angle, yeah, and, uh, that would drive you insane. And 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 probably when we come back from commercial, those will all be straight lines because yeah, now now that you know it's there, it will <laughs> it will drive you crazy. Aaron has an issue with things being straight and square. Yes, and so I, I have. We used have to do trade problem. shows when we do trade shows together. I'd go along behind him, and we had big displays that, of like printed shirts and things. So I would just take one, just make it a little bit crooked and put it back on the wall. And just to watch him <laughs> freak out. <laughs> yeah. And I'd see like you and, and three other people over in the corner snickering like little kids. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So, uh, Carolyn did say, Terry, you need to work on that, but I do like your backdrop. That's a pretty cool backdrop. So. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, Terry, what, what uh, I know you've been talking to some folks about some happenings here. Yeah, absolutely. I spoke with Katie uh, with the MBM shows, and uh, and she told me that Providence, Rhode Island, is uh, that was slated for May fifteenth and sixteenth, has been canceled, not postponed. And um, <clears throat> when we were talking, she said that, uh, and I know Katie's listening, so hi, Katie. Um, she said that the 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 issue is all the shows are getting pushed to the back of the year and basically running out of weekends, you know, ISS and, and, uh, and NBM and DAX and and other events are, are all getting pushed to late summer and and fall. And man, I'm looking at my schedule. My, my schedule is empty right now. I haven't been home two weekends in a row forever. 
So, uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do with myself this weekend, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I, uh, uh, you know, and then I look at the, uh, at the fall schedule, I'm like, holy cow. I, I mean, I've had to rearrange some of my classes also, because every time somebody drops a show on top of one of them, I have to move it somewhere else. But, and, um, and speaking of that, I have a, uh, a May 2nd uh, screen printing class here at Workhorse Products, and we're in the process of moving that back sometime into June, and we're looking at dates, but, you know, everything's getting pushed back. So let's yep. let's all take advantage of being home and uh, and uh, and uh, doing something productive for our for our our our, our homes and our careers. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's the opportunity to thrive. I actually talked about that uh, over the last couple of small business Saturdays that uh, that I've done. And uh, yeah, and I've been, you know, I kind of work from home already, so it's not really all that. <laughs> yeah. I've been, uh, yeah. For, for I'm, nothing, reason, I'm working seven days a week and staying up all hours now. So I don't know. Not, yeah. <laughs> nothing in my life changed at all, but I, I did, I did read online. Somebody said uh, condolences to all those husbands who said, you know, I'll do that when I have time. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of projects going on right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just and Ace Hardware, yeah. by the way, is open. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, all right, Terry, the, the next announcement before we get into uh, the meat of the show, what we uh, came here to talk about actually today is uh, the decorators community, us, the, the three of us, Eric and Terry and I, and uh, all of our wonderful community here, we're going to be host- hosting a virtual cocktail party. Um, I, I, this, uh, I saw some friends doing like virtual happy hours and stuff like that. And I'm like, Hey, let's do this. And, and everybody was on board. So, uh, the decorators community virtual cocktail party, it's, uh, open to everybody, anybody that wants to come it's, uh, you know, BYOB obviously, but, uh, but this whole bars delivering thing, we might have to figure something out there, uh, but, uh, it's going to be well, happening. The, the drink I ordered is here. Hold on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what is a virtual cocktail party? It's basically everybody have your drink. It doesn't have to be an alcoholic beverage, whatever you choose. It could be water. It could be, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Terry and I will have an alcoholic beverage or, or whoever is going to, I'm not sure if your schedule yet, Terry, but, uh, I will have probably a, a beer of some sort and uh, we'll have a Zoom meeting and we'll be on a camera and I love it. Who knows how it'll work? We'll, we'll see. It could be a lot of people and nobody will be able to hear anybody, but uh, we'll just we'll just have just a, like good a real time. cocktail party. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so this is going to be happening Friday, April 3rd. And uh, the scheduled time is 530 Pacific, 630 Mountain. 7:30 Central or 8:30 Eastern, you know, all those times. I have no idea what time it's going to be in Arizona, Terry. So, <laughs> since we don't do daylight savings time, it'll be 5:30 Arizona Mountain Standard Time. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So 5:30 Arizona time. Uh, so the the Zoom room only allows up to 100 people. So um, the, figured the best way to do this is just to have people uh, sign up. So if you go to tworegularguys.com slash party and uh it's actually slash party.html but i got it set to either one of those will work so two regular guys.com slash party enter your information there there'll be a thank you page that it brings you to that'll have all the details that you can uh, log into zoom with and uh, then there will be also be a follow-up email with with those details so again next friday you know we're, we're just looking to celebrate um 
talking to Pete a couple weeks ago and, and the celebration, we, we want to celebrate all the good that we're seeing out there. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so impressed with everything you guys are doing. So impressed with everybody coming together. I, I know this is hard. I, I'm so impressed with, you know, you guys just pounding through and, and making the best out of a bad situation. And so, um, you know, fortunately, it's it's a level playing field and uh, hopefully there's some help coming and 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 some other things but uh uh there we go so christine says the zoom room is a great name for a bar so um. <laughs> <laughs> oh and and uh, at the party if you if you hear over in the corner someone quoting beowulf in old english that will uh, be eric so, <laughs> that's true. That is true. He does that at parties awesome. sometimes. Uh, he's he's, like he's head disapprovingly right now, too. <laughs> very, very disapproving. <laughs> um, and Todd says uh, the best dad joke at the party wins a high five. If I can ever figure out how to give them on a call, it is. It is. You have to go. For me, you have to go the opposite direction. So if I was giving Terry a high five, you have to see. Yeah. <laughs> See, Terry can't do it. Either. Uh, really oh get a couple of drinks of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Eric is now uh, uh, actually reciting some Beowulf for us in the comments section. So thank you very much. <laughs> and Wade says, "Just keep swimming." Yes, Dory, the uh, philosopher. I love it. I love it. Great job, Wade. Um, and then there's Todd. Uh, speaking of dad jokes, I did not come prepared, Terry. So we may have to skip it this week unless somebody somebody has one uh, that yeah. they want to share. I, Christine, if you've got one, I know you've come come to the side of the dad jokes now. So we, we <laughs> the dark have side of dad that. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can get to the dad jokes after uh, after commercial after we support uh, those that support us here. But uh, yeah, Aaron, before we you, yeah before we dive in, we want to thank everybody for checking out who regular the two regular guys podcast. If you are listening to the podcast version right now. We would appreciate you sharing with your friends so they can become regulators too. Plus, we would love and appreciate you giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to the show. We re- Those reviews are really important to us. So if you guys would jump, jump over there and do that, uh, that'd be great. We are always looking for new guests. If you or anyone you know would like to join us, go to calendly.com slash two. That's the number two regular guys with your show ideas. And if you are watching us right now, join in with comments and questions and reach out to all of your industry friends right now and have them join us too. Absolutely. So uh, Terry, let's hear a quick word from our platinum sponsor impressions expo. And again, make sure that you're supporting them. They, they could use all the help they, they can get right now. So what is impressions expo? Impressions Expo, formerly known as ISS, is the premier trade show dedicated to the imprinted and decorated apparel industry. They have five shows that are produced annually in each region of the United States, including Long Beach, California, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Orlando, Florida, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and cap off the year at Fort Worth, Texas. Each of those five annual shows also feature over 30 seminars and hands-on workshops in categories such as screen printing, embroidery, digitizing, digital decorating, and much, much more. Visit ImpressionsExpo.com for more details. And while there, use the promo code REGULARGUYSIE for a free expo pass. Again, make sure you visit ImpressionsExpo.com to get more details. And the two regular guys look forward to seeing you there. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very much to uh, Impressions Expo for their support. Um, it looks like we do have some some dad jokes. I'm also trying to uh, rouse up my son, Lewis, to see if he's got a good one that he can share with us. So, um, And Christine has embraced the dad joke, and, and we love every bit of it. So, uh, Terry, this one's all yours. Okay, uh, here's the joke. How do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christy, that's real awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Todd says, uh, did you hear about the quarantine one? Uh, it was an inside job. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Terry, one more from Christine, and I'll see if Lewis has got one here. Okay. Uh, did you know the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France? They were cooked in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> all right well lewis was right here and he was going to share one and then he just ran away real quick so i'm not sure if he's getting he's got a book of them so that may be what he's doing so uh i'll, I'll get one more from christine here uh or if you want to. so I, I ordered a chicken and an egg from amazon i'll let you know got it too that one was that's impressive it's a head scratcher that's uh that's that's too uh advanced for a dad joke <laughs> yeah exactly but i have to i have to admit uh i i um was at the grocery store last night and and uh i i found eggs first time in two weeks and i i literally took a picture <laughs> i literally took a picture of the eggs and posted it on twitter i'm thinking man when uh, when did that happen in my life that i'm taking a picture of eggs and saying hey look what i found i'm pretty pumped about this <laughs> yeah also. Where are sharks from? What's it? Say that one more time. Where are sharks from? Where are sharks from? Finland. Finland. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. <laughs> you can take your waffle back. And uh, Lou is you actually having heading... waffles. <laughs> Lego my ego. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, Lou is actually heading downstairs. He will be doing a. Uh, live story time with his class here so uh this is all new stuff for them too so uh, definitely lots of fun stuff going on there my grandson Um, henry um he is his uh preschool they're doing you know because he has he takes he goes to outdoor preschool it's out in the out in the forest and so they have rain slickers on and boots and and uh so they're doing the exact same thing all the different teachers are doing story time and doing uh craft projects and things like that on the yeah so because they live in seattle so the epicenter of don't go outside. Yeah. Don't go outside <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, Andy says, I want a waffle. Yeah. I, I wanted a waffle too. I instead got a uh, yogurt parfait trying to eat a little healthier. So <laughs> I did not get a waffle with the... <laughs> All right. Well, let's, Oh, here we go. You know what I like about the Swiss? <laughs> Their flag's a big plus. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to stop. If you guys keep them coming, that's fine. We'll use them at future shows, but uh, we're going to have to stop. Otherwise we'll, we'll be done with the show and, and uh, just do dad jokes the whole time. <laughs> All right, Terry, well, let's dive into this. Um, so as we mentioned earlier, you know, you've, you've spent a little bit of time on, on a production floor and uh, you've, you know, maybe printed, I don't know, 10, thousand maybe more i don't any guesstimate as to how many uh, pieces you've be, been involved it's with? gotta be it's gotta be in the millions yeah <laughs> I would say, uh, there's no chance it's not any less than a million i would think so yeah 
you know, and, and, a, and a big part of what, you know, you've done over your career from starting in, in, in the basement, if I remember correctly. And, Correct. and then you've had I different my stops. Way up to be a garage printer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you worked your way up to be a garage printer. What, what was the biggest shop that you ever ran? I had uh, 75 production floor employees. So okay. Okay. there are people out there cringing right now because they have five and they're like, are you kidding me? 75 yeah. people. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> 75 people. So within those realms of opportunities, um, you know, I know you've worked really hard to, you know, from being in the, the basement or working up to the garage, being efficient is really important there. And then right. obviously being efficient when you've got 75 production employees is, is really important there. So, uh, you know, you've talked production scheduling estimating um, on the show and you've talked the, the five steps of this process. Are, are, are you ready to, to kind of talk about those, maybe dive in and just give yeah. us a, a, an, an intro here? Yeah. You know, Aaron, um, I always tell people in my classes because, you know, everybody wants to know what's the, what's the key to success. And, and, and here it is. There's two things. Uh, do good quality work and deliver on time. Anybody that does good quality work and delivers on time is going to be successful as a screen printer or, or any type of decorator. And, and that's because there's so many people who don't do that. They, that, you know, well, quality work, that's another whole class, another whole session that we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. at, at another time, but, yeah. uh, but deliver on time. And, and, and it's because people um, never know quite where they are in their schedule. They don't have any idea of, of what they're capable of producing. Everything is based on, what I wish I could accomplish, you know, and, and Aaron, I've talked about it before on the show and by regular listeners bear with me, but the, you know, the, the decorator in, uh, in Las Vegas that I worked with and uh, it, that put together with Printware magazine. And, and um, I, I said, you know, what's your issue? What, why did you reach out to Printware magazine? And she goes, Terry, I can't sleep at night. I'm like, well, why can't you sleep at night? And because I never know where I am. I lay in bed thinking, okay, is that due tomorrow? And, and am I going to be able to get this job done and, and, uh, you know, working around the clock. And, and so I, uh, I, I got her set up on estimating production time and, and basically estimating production time is this Aaron. It's, it, it is taking an order and doing a, a 15, 20 second calculation and, and writing on that order exactly how long it will take to produce that order. And so it, it, it's a fairly simple process. You know, it's it's a, a, across the top. It's a chart across the top is one color, two color, three color, up to six color and beyond. Um, and how long it takes to produce one garment. And, and say for on a manual press, that might be 0.5. In other words, half a minute to load that shirt, print it, take it off, put it on the, on the dryer belt. The next shirt, half a minute, load that shirt. So on a manual press uh, and any, any new decorators out there, and uh, and I always mention this in my classes, uh, the new decorators, I'll say, well, you know, you should be able to print about 100 pieces an hour on a manual press, just one person. And they're all like, seriously? <laughs> but, but after, you know, you get some practice in. And then the next column, or the, the next underneath that is how long it takes to set up and tear down that job. Because... It's all part of of um, your production window, your your direct production window, because there's indirect production. Indirect production is creating the artwork. It is uh, it is coating the screens, burning the screens, taping up the screens. Uh, it's all those things. That's indirect. Direct direct production is setting up the job, printing the job, 
tearing down the job and reaching for the first screen of the next job. That's that is your direct production time. And if you are a one shop with a with one machine, you have basically 37 and a half hours of available production time to to produce a job. And that that is assuming that you know you you you've got some 15 minute breaks throughout. It's not counting lunchtime or anything like that. But, and if you have two presses, you have twice 37.5. If you have a manual and an automatic, well, that automatic still has 37 and a half available production hours to produce. Now that's not taking into account working overtime and, and things like that. But when you create the schedule, you know, if, if I know this job should take two hours and, and, and 15 minutes, then, then that, then I can plug that into my schedule and uh, and um, uh, know where and when that job can be done. But you know, Aaron, the here's what happens on most production floors: most people juggle production; they don't schedule production. So if you're out there and you're talking to a customer, hopefully not face to face today, you're on the phone talking to a customer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if your first question is when do you need it, you're juggling production because. What you should be saying is, is um, I can have this for you on this date. And, and because you filled it in, you, while you're talking to them, you actually calculated your estimated production time. Now, it's an estimate. And, and so, Aaron, I, I round to the nearest 15 minutes. So, so I don't have any, this job will take 58 minutes or this job will take 73 minutes. Everything yeah. is it rounded to 15 minutes because it's an estimate, but by the end of the week, it should average out. So um, it, it's really a simple formula there. So uh, on the first line, you've got the, the, how long it takes to print one shirt. So if I'm printing 72 shirts, 72 times, however many colors it is. And I pick that number 72 times that boom, there's my, there is my printing production time. I'm going to add to that my combined setup and breakdown time. Now, now, uh, you know, I break that out. I, I know how long it should take to set up and how long to break it down. But by adding those together, all it is, it, the number of shirts times the estimated production time for one job or for one shirt, plus your setup and breakdown time, there's your estimated production time. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very, very simple. I, I like to keep, I like to simplify everything on my production floor. I don't, I don't want anything complicated. You know, I will tell you this though. Yeah. I, uh, I did a, uh, I did one of those uh, one of those courses to uh, to improve your your efficiency and things like that. And one of the things I had to do in that course was every fifteen minutes I had to write. You've probably seen this here. I, yeah. I, I have to write down what I was doing every fifteen minutes for a week. So every fifteen minutes I was I'd stop and write down what I was doing, and we determined that I was spending over half my time doing some type of scheduling of production. And so the instructor there said, you said you have a really, really simple formula to do this. Why don't you pay someone to do that? And so you can focus on your job. And I'm like, oh my God. So hired a part-time employee and, 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 and it was a, it was a, a mom who wanted to work while her son was in school, it was perfect. So, so I just had a stack of orders sitting on her desk when she'd come in, she'd estimate all the production and enter them into the schedule and uh, go home and get her kid off the bus. And it was a perfect scenario, but nice. um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, so so that, that's estimating production time. I love it. There's, I love there's, it. More, to, there's more to it. <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 exactly. Indeed. Yeah. So um, 
yeah, like I said, simplifying it. And yes, I've heard about the writing it down every 15 minutes and basically I would forget to write it down. And yeah, <laughs> that's what you wrote every 15 minutes. I forgot to write down. What I, I was doing. I'm, I'm trying to remember what I did the last 15 minutes for the, this now of this 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, but no, I, so one of the reasons that we're talking about this, Terry, is, is that you, you've taken all of this stuff and you've put it into this, this process and, and you've got a system. Um, and, and, you know, so like I said, it, it's simplified, but there's some things that you've got to do, some very specifics, and you have some, even have some tools for people to, to use. And you're going to actually be teaching this coming up here pretty soon here. Correct. So I wanted to Correct. just make sure that we get that out there real quick. So if uh, you go to decorators.education slash SEPT, um, we're going to, we're going to make some tweaks to this, but you can sign up to get more information or you can just go ahead and sign up. Um, they're going to be four sessions now. We've, we've been able to kind of make it more efficient for, for you guys. So we'll show you how that all works. Um, we'll probably be probably with, with what's happening currently, uh, in, in the world, we, we may be, uh, changing the dates today, but, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Go over yeah. There. So, so if you want to just go there first and, and just sign up for more information, um, that's totally fine. Uh, if you want to, if you want, but you know, either way. So within that, uh, we had a, a comment from, from Brian here that I think leads us nicely into where we're going here. He says, at one time I ran a contract sewing company. We did a time study and everything just to get an idea of what we needed for time and resources. The hard part is adding in time for Q&A and unexpected things. We had 25 people and they all had different speeds. So we had to figure out how to do that as far as integrating the time needed. Um, and, so, and, we, and we deal with that in estimating production time. Exactly. So maybe talk to us a little bit about that. You know, I know the second step of the process is about every shot being different. So how, how, you know, you could just give them numbers, right? Cause you said you exactly a hundred shirts an hour. So right. boom, I'm done. I'm, I'm on my way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's just it. Um, you know, I, I have numbers that my numbers for, for manual press numbers for an automatic press. And by the way, my numbers are not the numbers that the sales rep give you at a trade show. If there <laughs> will ever be another trade show, uh, <laughs> when they say, you know, on this press, you can print 900 pieces an hour. Well, I don't know about your world, but my world is not a perfect world. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I pick up a piece of lint on the back of my screen. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes, uh, you know, a thousand other things are going to happen. Uh, a shirt, goes around one side and doesn't come back the other side and it's out there somewhere hung up on something, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but, and I have numbers, I have special numbers for, uh, for flashing. I have, uh, there was a, a scenario once where uh, I ran a production shop on the East coast and one of our big products was nail aprons. We would print tens of thousands of nail and nail aprons. And, and so we'd have two, we had one on each side of a platen on an automatic press. And, and that was one of those scenarios, you know, two would go in, one would come out. And so there'd be uh, because of the strings hanging down, but, um, and you can have any number of these, but my numbers mean nothing because every shop is different. You know, when, when I, uh, when I teach my classes and, and show uh, people how to set up uh, a, a four color job uh, in, in five minutes, yeah. well, it, when they say to me, that takes me an hour and a half. Well, their production numbers are obviously different than my production numbers. So it's <laughs> a, <little> <laughs> a little bit. So, so you have to, uh, you, you, you have to use your numbers. And so what I do is, and, and when I say use your, do, use your numbers, it's not this because I see people do this all the time. Okay. We need, uh, we need to find out how long it takes us to do a four color job. I see you're getting ready to set one up. 
go. <laughs> and so the stopwatch is going and, and people are frantically, you know, getting this set up and printing as fast as they can. And, and guess what? You use that number to schedule your production. You're always going to be behind schedule because in the real world, you know, people aren't moving as fast as they can, you know? So, so you have to, um, you have to gather this information and, and, and it, it takes work. So be prepared for that because every single job for however long it takes, uh, you know, if every, every one color job you do, you have to record exactly how long it took to set it up. Then you have to do another time for how long it took to print it. Then you have to do another time for how long it took to tear it down until you have at least 25 jobs. And then you're going to add up all those, all those pr- production times. You're going to add all, all those, uh, uh, setup times and divide them by, if you did 25 setups, divide them by 25 and that's your setup time. And, and what people hesitate on is they say, well, you know, some of those jobs though, the, the, the operator went and got a Mountain Dew and then went and stood on the dock and talked to his girlfriend on the phone. Well, guess what? That's setup time because <laughs> and that's reality. That's, that's reality. <laughs> exactly right. So that, that window of time, if that happens, you have to account for it. Now, you can't, um, you can't do production. You can't do scheduling based on what you wish you could do. You have to base it on what you can do right now today. And and you know what? You, it may make you very angry when you do these numbers, but that's when you start making improvements. And we're going to talk about that in, in just a minute. But yeah. um, but you have to use the numbers that you are that that you are using today. The numbers that um, that that reflect what you're capable of producing. So, uh, and, and so I, I go into great detail in, in how to record this, but here's the beauty of it. Yes. There's going to be work on the front end. It might take you a week. It might take you two weeks, uh, maybe six color jobs. It might take you six months to get enough, enough information to, to calculate this, but, but you'll drop those numbers in as you go. If, if, if it takes you six months to, to calculate how many, how many, how long it takes to do a six color job, um, then you're obviously doing one and two and three color jobs. You'll have those numbers right away and you can start using those numbers right away. But, uh, and you just plug them into the, into the schedule. And as I said, then, then you start making improvements. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and Jeff actually mentioned uh, all these principles apply to embroidery and vinyl decoration as well. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and there are people who have uh, used many different types of uh, decoration that, that use this exact same formula. Yeah. Yeah. And then Christine says, oh, I love that. You you can't do scheduling based on what you wish you could do. So true. You have to work on the actual numbers. It's tough to accept that, but it's reality. Um, good stuff there. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a huge point too, Terry, is, is you know, you've, I've been fortunate enough to get to spend a lot of time with you over the course of the however many years. Ranting about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's, but, it, but I learn something every time and, and it, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, I've even taken some of these principles and uh, tried to integrate them into things that are happening at, a, at the sublimation uh, wholesale manufacturer that I've consulted with in the past. And, um, you know, so it, it, they never quite got to that number thing, but, the, you know, we at least got a, they had a clock out there and they were basically supposed to take the roll and um, hit the, it was not a clock. It was a, like a kind of a big stopwatch thing. Yeah, yeah. And once they uh, got the roll up on press to run it, they were supposed to hit the the number and then, 
um, you know, and then what the between time is, because what's supposed to be happening is the product's supposed to be getting pulled while they're running a roll and blah, blah, blah. So I can see all of this working in, in lots of different areas. And, you know, though your tools are going to talk specifically about screen printing, I don't think it's much of a stretch to get that converted over or, or, or to just kind of put those principles into play for embroidery, for vinyl. For and, something. you know, Aaron, and, and I want to uh, mention one more thing. There, there are people listening right now who say, well, there are only two of us here and, and I, I, I do the art. I, I coat the screens. I burn the screens. So, yeah. you know, how does this work? Well, in your shop, your available production time maybe isn't 38 or 37 and a half hours. Your available production might be 20 hours. Well, that's your schedule. You, that, that, so, so that other half of your week is, is, is accomplishing all these other indirect tasks. So you know, maybe you're going to print from, from one to five every day. Yeah. And, and so, so you have 20 hours to work with. So, so this works for anybody. I mean, this works for a one person shop because guess what? You, you still need to know, you still need to tell your customer when this order is going to be ready. And yeah. it, 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 this is really revolutionary for, for people to say to a customer, well, I know you need it or I know you want it on Monday, but according to my schedule, it, it's going to be Tuesday afternoon. It, and most people are going to tell that customer, hey, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll have it for you on Monday. And then on Wednesday, it's still not done. So this is going to make it so that you are going to satisfy your customer. So, yeah. And and yeah, I mean, like you said, that's that's the two main keys to being successful, you know, good prints and yeah. and, um, you know, delivering on time. And so that's huge. And, you know, I, the other part that just popped in my head, and I think because you've told me this before, if you are that one person shop or just a couple of you and, and you do have that, you know, this is because I, I get asked all the time, you know, how do I know when I should hire somebody? Yeah. Well, if you don't have this information, you're never going to know. It's right. just a, a random gut feeling. If you've got this information, you'll know if if my schedule tells me that I'm three weeks out on everything and I'm losing jobs because I can't turn them quickly enough. Maybe it's time to hire somebody, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, Aaron, and and I want to emphasize the fact that it, there's a finite amount of time to set up, print, and tear down. And and uh, and I've I've told this, you know, in eight years, I think I've told a lot of uh, stories over and over again. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been on a production floor where where all they tracked was the printing part, and and they couldn't figure out why they couldn't stay on schedule. But and 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 the if you don't track the whole thing, if you don't say this is how long it takes to produce a job from start to finish, then, then the numbers don't mean anything at all. You know, yeah. it's paying out bonuses on, on printing production. Well, guess what? The printing part's the easy part. Once, once you learn to print and once you, you, you train your employees to print, that's the easy part. Almost anybody can pull or push a squeegee, almost anybody, but yeah. it's, it's that setup time. It's that breakdown time. That's, that's what makes and breaks uh, a company uh, financially. Totally. Totally. All right. Well, Christine says so fun to watch Terry talking about something about which he cares so much. He clearly has a <laughs> passion. This, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I, I love this too. And like I said, I've, I've heard all this stuff several times, but every time I, I get something new out of it and I love it. So in fact, Todd says uh, for, for anything, really, this could work for anything, really single guy mowing yards. Doesn't matter the business knowing your average time will help your business. Uh, Christine follows that up with very true. 
If I know how long it takes me to write an article, I know how many articles I can take on and whether or not I can meet deadlines. This applies to almost anything. And so, um, yeah, heck, you don't even have to be a decorator. And this this class is for you. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. All right. So I totally went off the rails there, Terry. So I apologize. But uh, <laughs> so, you know, we've we've heard the stories. We've seen the stories. Stuff like people having to work overtime, basically just lost. So talk to us about the the process of creating that schedule. Well, here's the here's the big thing. Uh, a lot of shops, especially shops that have a sales department and a production department, and and anybody out there listening in either one, they know it's like this because <laughs> <laughs> the sales the sales department they love to promise things. <laughs> and and uh, I, I couldn't tell you how many shops I've gone to at, on a consulting basis where I, I, I'll say, okay, so who schedules production? Oh, the sales manager. Really? That's that has to end today. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't the sales, because the sales manager doesn't understand the schedule. So, but here's <laughs> here's what I do in exchange. Uh, I have my week schedule, and maybe it's maybe it's one press. That if if you have a sales manager, you probably have multiple presses, and I've got so many manual presses and so many automatic presses. And and um, when I take that away from the sales department, I give them ten percent of the schedule. And, and what does that mean? That means that for that rush order they have to squeeze in, they've got, they have space on that schedule that belongs to them right up until the first day of the week that that's, that available time is sitting there for them so that they feel like they have some control and can bring in that, that order that, you know, for that really great customer that, that wants to come at the last minute, we've got spots in the schedule. And if they don't use it, then you're pulling orders from next week. So I, I don't know about you guys, but I have never had a customer complain that I told them the order would be ready on Friday, but hey, it's Wednesday. If you want to come and pick it up, we've got it ready for you. No one has ever said, oh man, I, I, I don't want it till Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible <laughs> service, Terry. <laughs> I want to know that. <laughs> and then Aaron, I, I, um, then I have another 10% of my schedule for the unexpected. And again, I'll fill this in. But so I leave 20% of my schedule. So if you, if I've scheduled out for, for six weeks, 80% of that schedule is filled in 20% sits empty until I get up to that week. And, and so what's the unexpected? Um, well, like uh, one of my, uh, one of my production supervisors who um, I was listening to the radio at the shop and, and someone said, wow, somebody hit a horse on the freeway. And he got there about three hours later and he's, he walked in, he says, you're never going to believe what I hit on the freeway. And I said, was it a horse? How did you know that? It's all over the news, man. <laughs> but, but, yeah. True story. <laughs> but, uh, but the unexpected is, you know, it's, it's, it's an icy morning. I, you know, I, I still remember icy mornings. <laughs> and, uh, and so everybody gets to work two hours late. Well, guess what? We still are on our production schedule, so we allowed for it. So, you know, it, it, and again, I'm going to fill in. Uh, I, I could tell you what time I'm going to print your job next week. Now, it, it, is it going to be off by an hour or two? Maybe, maybe, but it's it's going to if I if I say it's going to print on Tuesday morning, it's going to print on Tuesday morning. So I know where I am. So yeah, yeah and, and and let me let me throw something in that we hadn't talked about, Aaron. An order doesn't go on my production floor until it's complete. And and you guys all know what I'm talking about. That that order that comes back that doesn't have any quantities on 
Cuthbert's going to get back to me with that. Well, every one of those orders, when it comes up on the production schedule, you're going to look at it going, there's still no sizes on this. And and now my schedule's messed up. So uh, that drives salespeople crazy too, because I say, it doesn't go in the schedule until you can give it to me complete. You know, if it says blue on the order, well, let me take, let's take a stroll to the ink room and let's talk about <laughs> blue. <laughs> so you go call your customer and find out what blue they want. And then it goes on the schedule. So, but, and, and you know, it's hard for people, especially when I come into a company that's operated in it differently, it's hard for them. Uh, but once everything starts delivering on time. The sales department loves the production department. All of a sudden they they're not calling customers saying, Hey, listen, we didn't get your order done. Cause, cause the, 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 the person out there running the press doesn't have to call the customer that sales rep does. So uh, once, once this goes into, into effect, then, then everybody's happy again. The, the production department, the sales department skipping hand in hand. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, speaking of skipping hand in hand, as you were talking about some of these sales department things, yes, for some reason, my my blood pressure rose a little bit and I got a little Sailed bit. Uh, yeah, I got I got a little bit, you know, because it's like, do you want the business or not? <laughs> but, you know, so within all of this, you know, we're talking about efficiency. And, and I do love the fact that, you know, one of my least favorite things to do is to call somebody after the fact and tell them that something's going to be late. I mean, it just, right. it's like, come on, really? That you had one job, you had one job. Get it done. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, so, but to, you know, so, okay, we've got this great now, but now we're like out six weeks and it's like, uh, how do we, you know, is there some things in here talking about kind of holding our production department's feet to the fire? You know, how do we a- deal with absolutely. the efficiencies? A- absolutely. Every job that, that's on my production floor, um, the time that it started, which means reaching for that first screen or or the end of the last job, that time is noted on the order. And when it's complete, when the when the QC person says, okay, that's everything, and 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 you start tearing it down and and reach for that first screen, that amount of time is written on that order. And uh, all the orders for for that operator. Uh, are added up all the actual production time and all the estimated production time. And then we're going to calculate your efficiency. How, how did you stand up against the, uh, the estimates? And um, then I publish it every week, every week, wow. every person who operates a machine on the wall in the break room, everybody's name is listed and their efficiency percentage. Uh, the first time I do that, there are a lot of gasps and are you doing this every week? I am. And guess what? Those percentages go up like this. It's crazy how, how much more efficient people can be when everybody in the, in the uh, shop knows how efficient they are or inefficient they are. And for me, you got to be in, in that 80 plus range to, to, to keep operating a press, because if you're below, you're really going to throw my numbers off. So we're going to, uh, have to reassign you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be reassigned so quick. My head would stop. Because <laughs> I, oh, what, what, what's over there? Let's, oh, look at that. That's fun. Let's try that. Um, well, you know, Aaron, this, this, this just doesn't work if you don't track the results. So, like everything else in, in life. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, that, that works with everything. So, Terry, talk a little bit though within that. You know, the the guy that is just them. I mean, you still need to be doing these things, right? Well, say that. Ask me that again. 
Well, the, the 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 shop that's it's just them, you know. Oh yeah, you, just you absolutely still, you absolutely have to do it because if yeah, it, it's just me running my own shop. Maybe I have some part time person that comes in and and works on screens or whatever. But but yeah, if if my percentage is below a hundred percent and and it's and I'm using my own numbers, then something's wrong in the process. So I need to know that. And I'm going to have to go in and and adjust my my estimates then if if I am consistently below because if it's just you and you created the numbers yourself you should be basically at 100 percent or, or fluctuating right there uh, yeah. all the time so yeah. yeah and and which you know again we probably overestimate what we can do a lot of times especially when it is just us and and we right. overestimate the fact that there are probably a lot more distractions than than we would expect and things like that so i think it's probably even more important for the small sure. guy to to really do this. I mean, obviously important across the board, but uh, certainly, uh, boy, giving yourself something, you know, that's what I've seen with a lot of businesses across the board is that we we just, we think that something is one way, but we never really take the time to actually know that for sure. And right. then, you know, we wake up six months later and, and all things are gone to hell because we haven't taken the time to do that. We're just continually in working in the business, not on the business. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And, and, you know, Aaron, if you, if you start uh, doing this with, if it's just you, you start doing this, when you add employees, this is, it's so easy to, to, um, to expand on your schedule and be able to, to implement this on a grander scale, because it it, it just, you know, it, it, it's so easy to, you know, you can add five more presses and use this formula and use this process and, and, uh, and easily know where you are at all times. So, and that's yeah. what it's all about knowing where you are. Yeah. And, and obviously during this time when it's slow, this is the best time to, this to do perfect. this stuff because you can really spend a little bit of time, you know, you're not crushed with a, a bunch of deadlines potentially. I mean, you know, I, I know that not everybody's slow right now, but um, right. real quick, Terry, Jeff's got a question here that uh, I'd love to get your take on it. What's the approach to handling, to handling, reduce, reducing mess ups. Uh, we have seen this as, as we try to push people to do more faster. Sometimes it results in faster, but do overs, you know, reprints. Well, uh, my uh, my standard, the standard in the industry, and this is, I think, kind of high, the standard for spoilage, and, and that's products that I can't sell uh, because of misprints, spoilage is, is 3%. I, I do track spoilage in every job. And, and so uh, my target is 1.5% because there's always going to be spoilage. You know, you catch a shirt on the edge of the platen and it folds on itself. Well, that's that's spoilage. And uh uh, but but yeah, if someone is uh, having spoilage higher than three percent, and so a hundred piece job, they mess up three shirts, and I know that's hard to take, but but I allow for that. If it's if it's higher than three percent, then then we're going to readdress it with that with that particular employee. So okay, that, all right, good question. I think yeah, I think that's a great great answer. And, and then Jeff says, by the way, I'm listening to the podcast twenty feet up in the air, taking down a suspended ceiling in our shop. So, um, and, and, and a link to a photo of that. So, Jeff, please be careful. We we do not want to be responsible for any injuries to you, sir. So, uh, you know, um, I, and I love how recorded. many people. I know how many people uh, uh, come up and say, "Listen, we our whole shop listens to your show at whatever time, you know." And and we'd love to hear from you guys, uh, people who are out there and and uh, who are playing our show either live or or in the, in the podcast version and your whole shop's listening. We'd love to hear from you. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, a couple other quick comments in there. Uh, Christine says it's accountability. If no one sees how you're doing it, it's being measured. A lot of people won't worry about being efficient and will go for what's easiest. That's human nature. Being ranked brings out competitiveness and a sense of pride. People want to be seen doing well. And then Carolyn uh, follows up with, uh, okay, so this is classic women issue. It's harder to call out those numbers on people's. Is it harder to call out numbers on people's performance? I, as a woman, find that kind of uncomfortable for employees. Um, so we are certainly not qualified for that, but uh, we do know uh, somebody that has a um, pretty regular podcast here on Two Regular Guys, Christine, that maybe, uh, Christine, so there's there's a question for you to, to uh, pop in there. And <laughs> you, you know, but, but when I do this, I always announce I'm going to do it. I, I, I never spring anything on, on my employees. I, so I, I, I say, okay, here's how I'm calculating this. And, and, and we will be posting it in, in the break room. And, and, and it's not really so much calling out because Monday morning, when people come to work, they go punch in and then they go look at the, look at the sheet. So uh, on their own, it's not me holding it up in front of the group saying, okay, now, well, I had a professor in college, my very first class in college an economics class. And we took our first test and the professor came into the room and goes, okay, here are the F's and called the names and hand them out. Here are the D's wow. <laughs> like, holy crap. This is what college is going to be like. <laughs> I, I was a nerd. I got an A. Yeah, boy. The girl behind yeah. me, can I study with you? But no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't agree with doing that, but, uh, but uh, announce it ahead of time. And, uh, and, you know, it's posted on the wall for people to see or not see if they choose to. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, there's some, some great conversation going on in, in the comments there. Brian's got a good comment that uh, we'll, we'll leave there for you guys to go check out. If you're listening to the podcast version, make sure you head over to facebook.com slash two regular guys. Actually, the show's gone okay. And there's also good discussion happening in the on the YouTube channel as well. So cool. um, youtube.com slash two regular guys, the number two. Um, all right, Terry. So you've you've told me a lot of times that that the printing is the easiest part. I, I still don't believe you, but I need to take your <laughs> class if I ever really want to do that. But, um, what, so what, what's the hardest part? It's, it's the setup and it's the breakdown. It's it, that's where people struggle. And, and Aaron, I had the benefit of when I started my business armed with my degree in journalism from Ohio <laughs> university, when I accidentally became a screen printer, uh, I was a contract printer. I was printing for the, the, the college bookstore and that's what it was called the college bookstore. And I was printing 40,000 garments a year, but it was all contract. They brought all the goods to me and I printed for them. And so it made me very, very efficient, made me mega aware of setup and breakdown time. And because if that press wasn't wasn't moving, producing garments, I, I wasn't making any money. So so one of the things that that I do is is track downtime. And what is downtime? Anytime the process of setting up, printing, or tearing down stops, then I record that time. And and I, I don't do it every time. I don't do it uh, every week, but but I'll take a week out of the year and somebody at the end of the dryer belt is is keeping a chart for me and and they have a they have a a, a form and it's uh we were down for you know operator whatever or or press number 5 was down for 7 minutes and then i have a list of reasons that it would be down or other and you just circle that reason and i collect all those up at the end and then i go through and sort them out according to why the press was down and i'll give you an example um, on my production floor, 
we, uh, you know, 75 production floor employees, we figured out through this and I, I didn't notice it. I didn't see it because it was a few minutes here and a few minutes there. The number one downtime reason for me uh, in this particular time I tested was orders being pulled incorrectly, which meant we stopped to go get two more smalls or we stopped to go get this or stopped to go get that. And it was the greatest consumer of my of my time. And so I have this whole list, right? Uh, 60% of our downtime is because of this and 12% is because of that and 3% is because of this. And so you can't take on all of them. I just took on one. I yeah. took on the greatest consumer of my downtime and, and addressed it and, 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 and figured out how to, how to make sure that every order was pulled perfectly. Then I went to the next thing on the list and what you'll find out there, and you guys are not going to believe me, but it's absolutely true because I've done this countless times. You can you can double your production in 30 days doing this. Literally double your production. I've done it over and over and over again in shops. And people are like, and, and I, I know any any press operator right now, they're looking at each other going, I can't print twice as fast. You don't have to. The printing's the easy part. It's all these other time consumers that that are, are eating you alive. That's what yeah. is keeping you from making a profit. So if you do these things and and you double your production, well, that that schedule that schedule is going to suddenly become uh, um, uh, full of new profitable business. So nice, uh, yeah. There but I go into Even, great detail on how to do that. In, uh, yeah, yeah, in definitely, course. definitely. So we'll talk about it. Uh, Eric uh, chimed in saying production staging it's so clutch, and <clears throat> excuse me, Dot Tone Dan Dan Campbell uh, joining us says uh, use your resources. You can be down, not running your shop, but you can still be taking orders and getting them produced during this downtime of the economy. Order your blanks, send them to contract printers, outsource the art and stuff. Bada bing, you won't even uh, need to know how to print films. So there, there's a good suggestion there. Absolutely. Um, so question from Jerry Dahlheimer here, Terry. says, uh, Terry, is there anything that is still a challenge for you in screen printing? Something you would just rather not do some days? <laughs> I would rather not do. Well, um, uh, I, uh, you know, for, for most of, uh, my career, I, I, I love to print. I mean, I physically like to print to screen print. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not able to screen print because that's not the most profitable use of my time. But, but, um, uh, I, I guess, um, probably more than anything, because, you know, I'm heavily involved in training and things like that. My, my production floor, you know, if somebody's out sick for a week, that their job's covered because I, I do a lot of cross training things like that. It's probably honestly dealing with uh, with your employees' personal issues more than anything because you know the you get you get um, you get attached to employees and and you you know uh, th there's there's issues that they have to face and and I've certainly counseled people going through you know, all kinds of situations in, in, in their home lives. And man, I have heard it all. I have heard yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah, but sure. that's, that's probably the thing that, that I, you know, I, I want to be there for them. Uh, it's probably the thing that I, uh, uh, that I internalize, you know, when, when they're yeah. troubled, it, I'm troubled as well. And so I hate yeah. to see that for them. So, yeah, so I that's, guess it's not a production thing so much. No, no, but you know, I, I think, you know, it, that obviously, I think everybody kind of sees the passion that you have for this whole whole process, and and so it is it is exciting for the rest of us to to see, because <laughs> I know, I know you love teaching the classes, and and I know you know that, that all this stuff is you know because you you have a day job you know as well, so I, you know this is this is uh, this is 
kind I'm of not your, doing it right now, but uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not much to do. So yeah. <laughs> anyways. Um, all right. So Terry, let, <clears throat> this has been great information. Again, like I said, I've, I've heard this probably a thousand times in the course of our time together. And, and like I said, I, I learned something new every time. And so uh, that's what makes me so excited about this series. So dude, talk to us a little bit more about it. I, um, it, four part series now that, uh, right. because you've been able to, you know, again, let's, let's get efficient. Let's, let's get the job done for, right. for folks. So, um, and, yeah. and you know, yeah, sure. Uh, more than anything, Aaron, uh, uh, you know, not only do I, I give you the, my forms, but I give you the blank forms. I give you the, the w- a way to, to, uh, to build your own numbers again. Cause that's the key to all this. I give you, yeah. I give you a starting place and then, you know, you can use my numbers to start with, but then you, you know, you're going to start adding your own numbers, but, uh, uh, probably more than anything, uh, really go into um, lots of examples of of how this works specifically. You know, so that because it's it's easy to talk about it, but to um, to actually implement it, you know, I, I go into more detail about how do you step by step go through the process. And yes, it's work on the front end, but once you build it, then it's just a matter of 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 you know. Uh, massaging it as you go along, as you improve on your, on your efficiency, things like that. And, and then it's already built. So you're just going in and, and maybe, maybe adjusting the numbers and things like that. So uh, it's a commitment on the front end, but, uh, but uh, it's, it's certainly work, worth it. And, and once you start doing this, you, you'll, for the rest of your time as a, as a decorator, this will be the system that you schedule your production with. And, and, and guess what? you'll be sleeping at night because you'll know exactly where you are every day in, on your production floor. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, it's great. And it, it was actually uh, Todd Downing and I were talking about this with, with our success group stuff. Here's the way I, I look at it. I mean, yeah. Christine says, if Terry's seminars are going to be like this hour, they will definitely be worth attending amazing amount of knowledge available here. And, and and that's the cool part. So I feel like today we're really kind of covering some theory. We're giving you some things to think about and giving you some, some, some theory things, but within these seminars, the great part is, is we get to get into, you know, you get to get down into the details. It's kind of right. like, you know, college course, you got the theory, but then you also need the lab, you know, you need to be able to put right. this into action. And so within these seminars, these training sessions that you're going to do, not only are they going to get all these tools, but they're also going to get you going through them, you giving them examples, you making them make sense, you know, because, yeah, I can you say, OK, here's the schedule and there's a B this color. Blah, blah, blah. And I can kind of visualize that a little bit, but it's pretty murky. You yeah. know, so, you know, I, I'm excited to to see you kind of get into the nitty gritty here. So. And, and of course, you know, answer questions as we go along. So everybody attending will have the opportunity to, OK, stop right there. Now explain yeah. <laughs> that part to me again. <laughs> nice, nice, excellent, excellent. Well, that, that that'll be that'll be great. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times the the questions part are, are the biggest learning opportunities sure. of all of them. So that that's that's huge. Cool. All right, Terry. Well, um, as you mentioned, we're, we're kind of regrouping everything going on. You know, lots of different changes to everybody's schedule and stuff like that. So, um. Coming soon, we're going to, you and I will hash this out today to get the appropriate time because <laughs> we were, we were shooting for the 7th of April, um, but we'll see how, how we do here. We may still be able to pull that off, but, uh, um, but get over to uh, decorators.education slash SEPT and no, it's not in September. And I, I put this up before Terry 
uh, reminded me of that. He's like, no, I thought we were doing it in April. I'm like, I know, but it, <laughs> I, I'm an acronym guy, you know, scheduling and estimating production time. That's S-E-P-T. <laughs> I so put just, an ash in so, so that I could understand what you were talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you for uh, making me make sense. That's a hard job, Terry. So, uh, <laughs> um, but if you, if you go to that, that location there, there's a right, right in the middle, there's a get more information. So just, just plug your information in there. We'll send you updates uh, as we get this all. You've got some basics there. I mean, if you do want to go ahead and sign up and, and reserve your spot, please feel free. You're going to get all the same great information. We're just going to have to figure out the timing. And if you can't be there live, that's okay. Uh, you know, like Terry said, there's going to be questions, but knowing Terry, he will be available to you to answer those questions anyways. And it'll all be recorded. All the tools will still be there. You'll still get to hear everybody else's questions. So, um, you know, you don't have to be live. Right. All right. Anything that we missed on this, Terry? I think uh, I think we have filled an hour yet again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Todd says we need an Aaron to English translator. Yes, thank you. <laughs> As Terry would say, if I had feelings, they'd be hurt right now. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, great job, Terry. Thank you so much for all Thanks. this information. Um, real quick, speaking of uh, training coming up here, demystifying next level digitizing is going to be happening tomorrow, March 28th, and there's still uh, availability. You can still get in there. This is Eric's one of Eric's most popular classes from the trade show floors uh, that he's going to be teaching online. He's going to be talking about better running, bolder, more beautiful embroidery with a faster cycle time from concept to completion. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So if you'll get over to bit.ly uh, slash Eric DD, and that's Eric with an H E R I C H D D. Um, there is a coupon code that uh, is, we haven't made it publicly available out there, but uh, for the regulators here, it is regulator, regulators, sorry, with an S, regulators with an S. So uh, you get a little bit of a discount there as well. So uh, come join Eric tomorrow. Uh, I believe that's about uh, 11 o'clock central time, if I remember my calendar there, everybody. Uh, but what else do you have coming up besides scheduling estimated production time? I know the schedule's been kind of in flux a little bit here, Terry. Right, right. I have been uh, changing flights and canceling hotel reservations and making new hotel reservations. So uh, <laughs> uh, Saturday, May 23rd, I'll be presenting on being a great, in capital letters, great screen printer at the DAX Minnesota show. And of course, we'll be there, uh, Aaron and Eric, um, at the uh, decorators booth. And uh, I have uh, my upcoming complete screen printing business courses, workhorse products. I'm scheduled for May 2nd and 3rd, but we're looking at uh, possibly moving that back to sometime in June. We'll keep you posted on that. Uh, Atlas Chicago has been moved to June 27th and 28th. And all of my upcoming events, you can find at terrycombs.com under the tab tour dates. Nice. And uh, lots of changes, and uh, I'm keeping it updated. <laughs> Outstanding. Good job, Terry. I'm How about you, Aaron? <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, so April 1st, um, I'm going to be presenting with Todd Downing a uh, training session through our success group called Focusing Your Way to Success by Finding Your Niche. Uh, Todd likes to call it niches for my, you know what? Um, <laughs> These niches be crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so that uh, you can find out more information about that over at oursuccessgroup.com. Uh, you can actually just buy that single training if you like, kind of a la carte, so to speak, or we have monthly and annual memberships available. In fact, we have some pretty sweet deals going on the memberships until the 15th of April. So uh, get and, and 
one thing on, on those memberships is once you're locked in at that price, that's the price that you're locked in as long as you're a member. So um, good stuff there. Uh, also, we've got a coupon code going over there. And uh, Lewis is coming back for the dad jokes. He's got to run. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we've got a, a coupon code going on over there called Smilestones. And that'll get you 25% off the uh, session that we uh, kicked off with in January called Five Keys to Launching and Growing Your Business. And uh, so that's a great video training tools, uh, lots of good stuff there. So that's our successgroup.com slash five keys. Dax, Minnesota, as you mentioned, we're kind of seeing what's going on there. I, I am working with Scott over at Dax and, and we might be uh, able to put together some of the, hopefully some, if not all of the Dax seminars as a virtual seminar as well. So um, we're, we're hoping to kind of get, get lots of opportunities for folks that, uh, that have signed up for DAX and have gone and, and paid for the seminars. So uh, make sure you get over to DAX show and um, check that out and uh, get signed up for that. So Terry, I think, uh, I think we've done it a great, again, great information. Thank you so much for all of that, uh, that detail and information. So uh, make sure everybody gets signed up over at decorators dot uh, education slash SEPT doesn't stand for September. <laughs> scheduling in time so decorators dot education slash sept and get signed up over there and uh all right. yeah great job we also, also want to thank uh, our show producer eric campbell for for pushing all the buttons and turning all the dials over there and we want to thank our sponsor impressions expo yes indeed and also uh next week as we mentioned earlier we're going to be talking to sloan of tiny little monsters about uh, their Here for Good program that they put together. Uh, they're actually here in the St. Louis area. And uh, so I'm excited to talk to her. Um, but, you know, they they focused in on St. Louis, but then shared this and spread this. And we're seeing it it blow up in lots of different areas. Yeah, so pretty cool. Um, great stuff going on there. So we're really looking forward to that conversation. All right. Well, until then, I'm uh, Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery. And we are the Two Regular Guys. Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.